You're listening to the Art Problems Podcast, Episode 11. I'm your host, Patty Johnson. This is the podcast where we talk about how to get more shows, grants, and residencies. And I want to start by saying Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had a really relaxing vacation. And my hope is that you did not get COVID like everyone else. My family was not so lucky, unfortunately. Now, because it is the first podcast of the year, I want to talk about how to start 2023 off with a bang. What can you as an artist do to make the most out of 2023? Well, I'm going to talk about that today, but where I'm really going to do a deep dive is Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I lead a two-hour super intensive workshop all on setting goals for 2023 and, and this is important, achieving them. So we're going to go into a lot of detail. I have got to tell you, I've got to confess that it's really only been recently that I've figured out the whole goal setting thing. I've had a lot of trouble wrapping my head around how to set goals. And that's because for a long time, I really didn't know where my opportunities were coming from, like how much money I was going to make because I worked as a freelancer for so many years and I'm still self-employed. And I know that many artists are in a similar position. Also, not for nothing, but like goal setting is like super not sexy or exciting and it just involves a lot of tedious work, in my opinion. So I used to have a lot of problems with like really making myself do the work. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret because once I did, I learned that the outcome is actually super exciting and you can kind of get excited about that the same way you can get excited about I don't know, working out after the fact. Nobody likes doing it while you're doing it, but the outcome feels good. And that's the same with goal setting. And it's not just because it helps you reach your goals, but because you know to celebrate those victories. Many opportunities in the art world come from friends or seemingly chance occurrences. So it's really easy to write those opportunities off as a fluke or accidental. But the fact is that nothing is accidental. And you really know that when you've got a plan. Anyway, the uncertainty in most artists' careers makes planning a bit more difficult than a traditional business, but it's totally doable. The biggest problem we have is setting specific enough goals that we're able to achieve what we want. And that, of course, is really tied to this uncertainty that defines many artists' careers. So we're going to be talking about setting goals that can be aligned with tasks that you can easily do, and they're all related to gaining visibility for your art. So that means thinking about developing your work, your Instagram, your mailing list, your applications, and your studio visits. I started working on this presentation in December, so I know you're going to get so much out of it because what I've come up with is totally art-specific and something that allows you the flexibility and freedom to not feel tethered to your goals while actually having them. So you can make adjustments 
And most importantly, you can make career gains. So as we start the new year, what's going to happen is that you will have your actions planned out, not just the big picture, which is great, but you want to hit the ground running. So you need to know where to place your focus, what habits, what goals, what actions. So if you want to set these goals, you should join me this Thursday and just go to workshop.art visibility to sign up. The workshop is just $97, which is 20% less than what I normally charge for workshops. And that is because I really want to make sure that this is available to anyone who wants to come. And on that note, whether or not you're going to come to Thursday's talk, I did decide to theme this podcast on the subject of goal setting so that it, at least some of it is available to everyone for free. Now, this is obviously going to be broader strokes compared to the deep dive that I'll do on Thursday, but I wanted to talk about the five different things and three sort of core things that are essential to get to goal setting and visibility, because everybody should be thinking about this, whether or not you're going to be at the workshop on Thursday. So the first two things I'm going to talk about are going to be like high level broad strokes, and then the rest are going to be a bit deeper dive. And so if you think to yourself, while I'm going through the goal setting, like, oh, I thought I was being really specific with my goals, but I can see actually now that I'm not, you're going to want to be at that workshop because the piece about this workshop that really is going to make it work for you is that we can make it super specific to your practice. And you'll have a Q&A where you can ask me questions and we can really dig into that. Now, the first place where artists can mess up is how specific you are with your goals. When you set goals, most people lack the specificity needed. And this is true in every industry. So if you set the goal of getting gallery representation, you've got to get really specific about how that's going to happen and the timeline that that's going to happen on. And I wanted to talk about this first, even before we really dived into like mechanics of goal setting, because this is really tough getting gallery representation and setting that as a goal because there's more people involved than just you and the decision to partner and you don't have control over that other person. So a big part of the goal setting process is setting goals that are realistic. So if you don't currently have a relationship with potential dealers, this is the marker that I tend to use. I would encourage you to expand your timeline. Just expand the timeline beyond a year because gallery representation takes a long time. And even artists with long show histories and highly saleable work can have trouble securing representation. And I just wanted to bring this up because when we have people join the network membership, the number one thing that they list as their annual goal is gallery representation. And for some people, you know, you may be in a position where you're in a good place to make a move. And so you need to do the work that's thinking about the studio visit you can secure and whether you can demonstrate the saleability of your work in some way. Uh, but for other people, like that timeline is not long enough. 
So we want to make sure that that's just lined up properly because the, all the little things like the saleability of your work, the studio visits that you can secure, all of these little things are the difference between achieving the goal and not. And so many people, so many artists don't hit their goals because there's not enough clarity around what the goal is and how to get there. And the way that we create that clarity is that we get really specific. So the first step before we do anything is figuring out what your goal even is. Now, in the regular business world, the goal is usually to increase revenue. I mean, it's almost always to increase revenue because that's why businesses exist. As an artist, that may not be your goal. And that's totally fine. If you want to or already do sell your work, even if the sales are unpredictable, I do encourage you to set a sales goal though. Why? Because if nothing else, it will motivate you to achieve it. You will do things that are scary to you that you wouldn't normally do because you have set that goal. That is why goals exist. They're motivating. If you don't hit it, you can always adjust. But that's the reason we make goals, so that we work to achieve them. Now, I would argue that even if revenue isn't a goal, the sustainability of your practice and life are always central. So you need to consider what things you need to make your practice more sustainable. Ideally, your goals serve the purpose of enriching or enhancing your life. So maybe your goal isn't revenue, but time. And what can you do to create more time in your life? And here is where we need to get specific. If you want more time, what are the steps that you need to take to get there? For most of us, if we want more time in the studio, other areas of our life have to give. Because if we had more free time, we would already be in the studio. So in a lot of cases, your goals aren't achieved just by the actions of you alone, but by those around you. Some of the goal setting is going to include negotiations with your partner, kids, and other people in your life. Now, big goals are great, but if those things are not connected to actions, then nothing is going to happen. Because anytime you get confused or overwhelmed, you don't do the thing that you're supposed to do. And this is really true in art, because if you're not sure where to start or what you need to do, like, there's no, you don't have enough information to make the decisions to take action. Like how could you move forward? So this is the second part to creating your roadmap for 2023. And this is what we're going to dive into really deeply on Thursday, because it's really the most important part, which is really the how to, the actions that you need to take. Because big goals are super awesome and we've got to figure those out because that's what gets us excited. This is the sort of creative juice, but the actions, those are the only things that are going to get you there. And it sounds so simple, I almost don't want to say it, but a lot of us don't do it. And we don't even realize that we're not doing it. We don't know that we're not being specific because we don't have enough information to know that we haven't been specific enough. So once you set 
the goal of say, like related to the sustainability in your process, like returning time to your life or whatever you want it to be. So you can spend more time in the studio. You can start tying it to actions. So what gives you more time? Money, partners, support of some kind. So what do you need to do to maximize the time that you have? So can I get the school I work at to support a work-study artist so that it, to help me in my studio? Can I invest in coaching to get an artist statement that I don't have to rewrite a thousand times? Can I get my partner to make dinner one extra night a week so that I have a bit more time in the studio? Once you get really specific with a goal, then you can say like what the specific components and actions are you need to take. You can really determine that. And I like breaking it down into one-time actions, say the launch of a show, a talk, and then recurring activities, going to your studio, posting on social media. The habits here are really important because those are the things that really tend to move the ball forward. And I'm going to tie this into the, like this podcast because it's just coming to me now. But one of the things that happens in the new year is that we can really get excited about making changes. And so then we try to do them all at once. And I am not excluded from this. A couple years ago, I decided that I was going to make changes in my life so that I could have more time for myself and my partner. And the irony, which I was fully aware of at the time was that I had decided to work through the holidays to make that happen. It was the pandemic. So it's not like we were really doing anything anyway, but come January 2nd, I got so wound up and I was so upset that I was working more, not less. Like I was two days into the new year and I was already failing my goals that I had like a full on panic attack in the early morning and I actually vomited. Now I had set big goals for myself that year and that was a really good thing. It contributed to the vomiting, but in the end, (laughs) uh, you know, in the end it was good. And the reason it was good is because I had set those goals, I, I made them, but the mistake I made, the thing that really caused all of the anxiety was that I created a plan with an unrealistic timeline and workload. So in my case, what I wanted to do is create more time for myself in part by making a living wage. And I thought that if I didn't make the money that I needed to make each month and I was already sort of missing that revenue goal, then my plan would be derailed and I would never reach my goals. The thing is, is there's a lot of ways to reach your goals and it doesn't have to be just one path. There's another one. Just because one doesn't work doesn't mean that another one won't. And the point here is that your plan has to be specific, but flexible enough to make changes. And if I hadn't made changes to my actions, I would not have reached my goal. But I knew I needed to make changes because I had set my goal. That's how I knew that I needed to make those changes. If you don't have goals, you can't make progress. And if you don't set realistic goals, 
you'll become too overwhelmed to do anything. So you need to take into consideration things like your resources, your family, your kids, your job. Like what can you do with the time and resources you have? Most of the time, opportunities don't come from doing more. They come from doing a few things really, really well. So what are those things that you can really crush at? What are those few things that you can really focus on? Because those are the things that you're going to do well. So the next three things that I have lined up here to talk about are specific to your plan. So you're going to start with a big picture goal, right? Which I talked about. You want to make it realistic, but also, you know, push it a little bit. If your goals aren't tough, we won't work to make them. And the goal is your scorecard. So from there, you're going to break down all the precise components you need to get where you need to go. So I also want you to think here about your planning and the timeline for it and like what your months look like. So January might be a good time for figuring out your game plan and networking because people are sort of back in the game. July is a terrible time for art sales because nobody is around. Collectors are all on vacation. You might go on vacation. So you shouldn't set goals for July that have anything to do with sales. But it's a good time to have studio visits because it's a slow time for dealers. So we're going to dive into the art world rhythms in Thursday's workshop so that you have a sense of what to plan for and when. Now, the next thing you're going to need to do is the how. This is basically the consistency piece. And I want you to be thinking about what are the things that you need to be doing every single month? How often will you be in your studio? How often can you commit to posting on social media? When are the application deadlines for grants and residencies you know you will be applying for so that you can put them on your calendar? How much time will you need to update your statement so that it matches a character count for these applications and, you know, produce a project statement or get recommendations. These are what I like to call recurring tasks with variability. So you may have a template artist statement, but you need to make small adjustments to it so that it works for you. Then you're going to look at what's already in the books. So what shows are you working towards? When do they launch? When do you want to reach out to your contacts to let them know about the show? You don't need to know the exact date, but you should know that you're going to do something. So if you don't have something in the books, this is a good time to be thinking about what you can self-produce to put something on the books. So, you know, so maybe you know that you're going to do like a mini Black Friday sale for your drawings or something. You don't need to know very much about it now, but you'll probably get more into the specifics of that in that quarter. And you can write that down in the plan too, that, you know, a month or so before the actual event, you're going to be selecting drawings that you have available at that time. Now, as the year progresses, things will change. So for example, maybe a temporary subsidized studio space falls into your lap in February. 
And you can have more people into your studio because you actually have one now. <laughs> so you're going to make priority to do those types of things over other things that you may have had planned. And you have to have enough flexibility to make those changes. And that's something that I'm going to talk about on Thursday. Like one of the reasons that we don't make specific goals is we want that flexibility. But you can be really specific about what you want to achieve while leaving that room open because those random opportunities are often the things we really need to take advantage of. Most of us don't have a steady income from our art, so we need to adapt quickly when things change based on your practice and your art audience, what works for you and what needs recalibration. So to summarize, what the workshop really does is it breaks down the goal-making process into three specific sort of sections. The big picture goals broken down into how-tos, the specific things that you're going to do to get the, you know, the sales, the shows, whatever, for the time for yourself. And the big picture goal, whatever it is, you want to know what the steps are that you need to take to get there. Then there's the consistent part of what you do. How are you showing up every single month, week, and day? What are the things that you are doing consistently? And finally, what are the projects that you want to do? You don't have to have anything on the calendar with a gallery or nonprofit, but this is a good time to start thinking about what you can do on your own if you don't have those things in the books. And then, of course, like we will be talking about a few things that I didn't talk about here. You know, like, are you going to create promotional materials for your work? Is this year you finally built your mailing list? It's a two hour workshop and it's set up like this because I want you to be able to sketch out your plan while you're there so you don't have to do too much after you leave. And I also wanted to leave room for a Q&A. So, of course, there's going to be a replay available for anybody who wants it so you can come back and review it. And a small note, which is that if you are already a network member, this workshop is entirely free for you. So you don't need to worry about that. Anyway, I can't wait to host this workshop. If you want to join, you can sign up via the link in the show notes or just head to workshop.art/visibility, and I'll see you Thursday. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review and share it with a friend. It really helps get that valuable information out to more artists just like you. You can find all of the links and names we reference in this conversation at workshop.art/podcast.